Aloha, Tom Gaddis here, and welcome to the first episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be sitting down with my business partner, best friend, and co-remote millionaire, Nick Ponte. We're going to talk about the remote millionaire lifestyle. What is it? Why would you want to be a remote millionaire? I mean, maybe you have a misconception of what a remote millionaire is. Hint, it's not all about the money. But on this episode, Nick and I are going to discuss how he became a remote millionaire. We're going to talk about the systems and processes you need to do it yourself. And we're going to show you how you can duplicate exactly what we've done. You're going to love this first episode. Uh, Grab a cool drink, sit back, relax, and join us on the first episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. Aloha and welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. I'm Tom Gaddis, super excited to be here. My business partner and best friend, Nick Ponte, on the call as well. What's up, Nick? Hey, how's it going, Tom? Hey, so where are you at right now? Right now, I am in Washington, Tacoma, Washington. Uh, so you're thinking about living there part-time, right? Yep, thinking about living here in the summer, so just kind of checking it out. My wife and I came here on a weekend just randomly to visit a friend not long ago. And we were very surprised at how much we liked it because, you know, typically everybody says it's always rainy and all that, but we came on a perfect weekend. So we were like, Hey, we need to go back and check it out and uh, see how, you know, how we like it. So that's, that's why we're here. Awesome. Well, and one of the things, you know, for those of you that may be new to the podcast that may be new to me and Nick, so Nick and I met in Maui, Hawaii. Uh, I lived in Hawaii for 11 years. Nick was born and raised there. Uh, We started partnering up around 2015. Nick had an agency. He was trying to get off the ground. I had an agency. I was trying to get off the ground. We started kind of helping each other out. Uh, Eventually, we the agency started growing. Then we combined them. Then we started a company called Offline Sharks, where we were teaching people how we were building and growing our agencies. And then that has eventually led into uh, the Remote Millionaires Program, which is where we really just take people by the hand, give them our exact blueprint of how we've grown the agency. And what's interesting about the agency, and I want Nick to talk a little bit about this because maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit, uh, is you know the agency does about half a million a year. You spend like what about ten percent of your time in it, Nick? Yeah, I always say about ten percent of my time. Um, sometimes it, you know, a little more and other times a little less, it kind of ebbs and flows. Like right now, you know, we're, we're in a, a growth phase. So I've been more active because I've been hiring more people, but once I hire those people, I'll go back to, uh, uh, it'll still be in a growth phase, but the people that I hire will be maintaining running operations, growing it to a level where I will eventually need to come check back in and, um, you know, bring in more, more people to help if we want to continue to grow. You know, if we wanted to stay the same, you know, at half a million dollars a year, we're actually, I mean, we've had a couple of really good months lately. So we're on track to definitely beat that this year. But last year is around 500K for, you know, the 12 month run rate. And um, yeah, if we wanted to stay at that rate, we could, it would, you know, I wouldn't have to put more time in there. But um, yeah, there's a lot of potential. So that's why I do it. 
Yeah. And that's exactly kind of what we're showing people inside remote millionaires, right? Like we've been able to build this agency, grow it, uh, have it generate really good revenue without very much investment of our time. And during that process, we've documented and mapped out this entire thing, right? Like uh, I know you, uh, you spent the majority of the first year of the pandemic like mapping all the SOPs and working with the team to document everything so that it could be hands-off like this. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crazy time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, well, <laughs> it was nuts. Go ahead. I was just going to say for listeners <laughs> and viewers that one of the first people we hired, like we had just, Nick had just gotten an office and then the pandemic hit. And so we had like nothing in the office. It's just me and him. There's like a plastic tarp in there because of COVID. And then we <laughs> and then this person comes in to do a job interview. And she was probably like, who are these two yahoos? You know? Yeah. But then she ended up, you know, she ended up being with the agency for what five years? No, not five, two years, two years. Oh, two years, yep. two years. And, oh, okay. She, I guess she so. yeah, she actually, I mean, COVID's a blur, right? What how long has yeah. it really been? Uh, but yeah, she she just recently left to pursue a passion project. But yeah, you know, I mean, I would say, you know, when we, you and I started working together, I was still more of a freelancer. I wouldn't really even consider myself an agency owner at that point. You know, I, I maybe called myself an agency owner, but looking back, I was really just a freelancer because I was, I was all on my own. Yeah. You know, like if we needed a website, I built the website. If I wanted to do some SEO, I, I had to learn how to do it. If I wanted to run ads, I had to learn how to do it. And so, you know, I was a solopreneur, as we call it. Yeah. Well, and what was interesting though, is like, even in those early days when uh, we were doing a lot of the stuff ourselves, and by the way, if you're looking to grow a business, like we grew, that's how it's going to be. In the beginning, you are going to be uh, more involved, right? The, this fantasy that a lot of people have out there, that there's some some business model where you don't have to do anything and the money just comes in is exactly that. It's a fantasy. And that's not what we uh, teach in Remote Millionaires. What we What we showing remote millionaires is a proven process. Like we had this goal to have a business that would enable us to uh, live the kind of lives that we wanted, not a business that required our life to run it. Right. So, you know, that was our goal from the beginning. And uh, we stepped in a lot of landmines. <laughs> we encountered a lot of twists, turns and problems, but, you know, we were able to kind of figure out this process. So now today we have businesses that that allow us to do that. You know, I recently relocated from Maui to uh, Nevada. I love it here. Nick's been traveling around. He spent some time in New York. He, you know, he'd spent some time other places, Florida. Now he's, you know, in Washington. And those are the, that's the kind of business that is worth putting that time into in the beginning. Right. And it's okay to put some time in, in the beginning, when you know the results you're going to get at the end. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we've documented, put together, and and what we're showing other people how to do. I'm glad you brought that up because it is true, you know, and the, the industry, the market in general, there are a lot of, I, I think it's it's messed up in the sense that, you know, people join a course or a program and they believe that they will be immediately successful overnight. And when they are not, they're like, what the heck's going on? You know, I, I'm being let down. And it's yeah. because of the expectations that are set by people selling products or people, you know, or even just expectations they set um, on themselves on what they think they should receive in, in purchasing a course or a program or coaching, you know, at the end of the day, for me, like recently I had this experience where, you know, two or three days ago, my wife just got certified um, to become a nurse practitioner. 
And so, you know, our house has been crazy for the last four years because, you know, I'm always working, you know, and, um, she's been studying and working at the same time, you know, and people, people do look at like what we're doing and other people are doing and, and think that that, that this is the end goal where we're at, you know, this is the end goal where you can spend 10% of your time and, and decide to be a little more free and have more uh, flexibility with your time, but you don't start there. I'm really glad you mentioned that Tom, because, you know, it is a lot of work, but the, the, the silver lining to it is if I use that same example for Sloan and, you know, I look at how much time she had to spend to get to where she is at. And I'm not discrediting anything. Like I, I think, thank God there are people out there that are in medicine and, you know, that are learning how to do these things because those are the types of people that I would want taking care of me in this type of situation. Um, for us, for, you know, entrepreneurship, building a marketing agency, being online, the amount of time that you actually have to spend, if you truly give it a real effort in comparison to the payoff and the benefit that you can get, it's so much less. You know, you can gain so much flexibility and financial freedom for not nearly spending, not even close to what you would in a four-year degree, you know? And even at the end of that four-year degree, which is kind of messed up, right? The education system is messed up in that sense of like, you know, you spend all this time. Most times, most people don't really make more money in the beginning after they spend all the time getting that degree. You know, they have to go out and get a job. First of all, some people don't even do that. Most people change their mind on what they're doing halfway through getting that degree, um, you know, it's, so there's just a lot that can happen. Uh, so I, I, and I know you feel the same time. I make the argument that like, if your goal is to generate some cash and have some more flexibility with your time and freedom, building an agency is an incredible way to do it. You know, the, the ramp up time to get started and gather skills, cause that's really what it is. You're learning to acquire these skills to do different things to, you know, to market or to hire. So you can have people market. It's, it's so much easier, you know, and especially like the people in remote millionaires, you know, we just give them the blueprint to what we are actually doing. And so, you know, they don't have to really think a lot. They just can take the most important next step that we give them. We, we support them along the way. They ask questions and, you know, that allows you to even shortcut your ramp up time even more. So I know I kind of went on there for a minute, but, you know, I, I think that, people just don't give it that much of an effort and give up before they even get any kind of results when it's, it's not that difficult. You just need to like commit, get on a schedule, commit, put a little bit of time to study and take some action and gather some skills. And there's just so much waiting on the other end of that. Yeah. Well, it's been really awesome to watch people like J2 who's I'm going to, I've already recorded an interview for an upcoming episode of this podcast. And that's one of the things we're going to do in this podcast. We're going to talk to, uh, students, we're going to talk to people that are living the remote millionaires lifestyle, how they're doing it, what they're doing. Cause you're going to find out, you know, Nick and I are just ordinary guys. The people in the program are just ordinary people, but they're having uh, really good success just following the process and doing the things um, that you need to do to be successful, right? When you have the systems and processes and you just follow them, it works. And JT is one of those examples because JT came in, he had zero revenue. Uh, he's, you know, he's a, uh, not a techie person, uh, you know, he's not like a young, uh, you know, know how to do everything in tech. And uh, he's been able to build up, you know, recurring revenue. It's like 6,000 a month. He hasn't been in the program that long, but he's generating that recurring revenue. He's got a goal of 14,000 or 15,000 a month, which 
I know he's going to hit, right? But he's doing it just by simply following the process and doing the steps. And, you know, one other thing I, I would say to add to kind of what you said there about the process and remote millionaires in general, because you talked about, you know, having the freedom and things like that. And one of the interesting things about the remote millionaire lifestyle and business model is that you're actually able to enjoy a millionaire-like living way before you ever make the money, right? Because, you know, when you talk about the skills we teach inside there of the systems, the processes, building a team, having others do the work, being able to scale and grow because of that, you know, you'll find all of a sudden, yeah, maybe you're busy, but it's a different kind of busy because you're working on the business. You're not working in the business. And then the other side of that too is like, because you have such control of your schedule and such flexibility with the amount of time you put in, like sometimes you can, you know, you can really work hard for a week or two, and then you can, you know, not work as hard for a week because you can do all that. It really, you feel that freedom. It's, it's the freedom that you're looking for. Right. And I would argue that most people, they come into remote millionaires, maybe because they hear millionaires and they're like, I want to be a millionaire, but really what they're looking for is the independence and the freedom. And when they start doing the processes and things that we put in place and building a business the way we show, they suddenly realize that, oh my gosh, I don't need to be a millionaire to have a life of independence and freedom. I can do it way sooner than that. And I also don't have to build out a huge, big, complicated business. I mean, you can do, you know, you can do a few hundred thousand a year in an agency and it can just be you and one, maybe two other people, right? Yeah, it's so true. You know, and it's it's crazy to think like back in the day before I got into this, before I was a freelancer, you know, I was working on cars for a living, you know, as a mechanic. And so, you know, every day, yeah. nine to five, I would go in, you know, wake up early, go to work, put on a uniform, you know, get covered in grease and then go home and not make that much money. And like the lion's share of my day to day just belonged to somebody else. And, you know, I, I would never trade for that again. I would never want to have that again. Right. Oh. Like, you know, even you couldn't go worst, back even if you wanted to. Right. But even in my very worst, most horrific day as an entrepreneur or a freelancer, you know, like I would never go back to that. And and I know it's not for everybody, but I remind myself of that, you know, like, like sure, there are days where you're constantly putting out fires, right? And and it may feel like every day you're putting out little fires here and there, right? Like somebody dropped the ball here on your team or a client is upset and they're upset for no reason, or, you know, your, your emails are broken or your website's down and it could all happen on the same day, you know, but still for me, personally speaking, I would way rather have that than just have my life, the lion's share of my day, week, month, year controlled by somebody else. And so, you know, as someone that likes to have that freedom, I just, I would never, ever trade it for that. And then the other thing to that is because of the, the day and age that we live in, you know, the opportunity to have leverage on your time and compound what you're doing is what makes it so profitable. You know, like right now at this very moment, um, our CPA is messaging me <laughs> because I'm asking her to help us register some, some new entities. And, uh, you know, we're because we generate so much cash flow, we can hire other people to do things like set up businesses for us. Um, I have j just off the top of my head, what I have going right now, right? I have salespeople reaching out to businesses, selling them. They get a commission off of that. I have administrative assistants building out intake forms for clients and sending it to the clients. I have people building websites, running ads, 
and I can pay them by just a portion of what I collect from my clients and I can profit the rest. So that allows me to take, you know, going from just what I can do in an eight hour day to what 50 people can do in an eight hour day and take that as leverage and, you know, profitability and financial gain and also to take back my time and freedom. And that's how we do it, right? We build teams to help us do that. And, you know, by essence, that business model right there to me is like the best business model in the world. Yeah. Well, it really is the four hour work week, but maybe not within four hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> like that may be a little bit of a stretch, but you know, it's, you mentioned the, um, the a portion of what you pull in and that's something we forgot to mention earlier. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned the agency does around half a million a year, but our, our margins on that number are like 60, 65%, right? So, you know, we're, we're keeping 60 to 65% of the money for ourselves. It only requires a small portion to implement the things that we're talking about here today. So I know that's always a question people have when you tell them like, oh, we're doing half a million. Yeah. But how much do you get to keep? Like we actually get to keep a lot of it. So uh, anyway, uh, Nick, one thing I wanted to ask you before uh, we get out of here is what advice or tips would you give to anybody listening to this this first episode of the Remote Millionaires podcast that, that wants to get started on this journey or something they could implement to uh, start heading down that path? Oh, man, there's a lot. You know, I think if I could give somebody just some advice to get started, it would be, and this is like at, at the base level, you know, and, and it can be applied at higher levels, but it's really just to get into a rhythm of what you're doing, you know, because mm. I know a lot of people still have their job. Um, or, or maybe they have their back against the wall and they don't have a job and they're really looking to get some finance finances together so they can pay their rent or their car payment or put food on the table, whatever it is. You know, there are a lot of people that like try something for two hours and then give up, you know, but that's just never the case when you look at somebody that has some marginal success. They need to consistently be putting in that two hours. You know, if they only have two hours, it's got to be two hours every day, you know, and whether that's, you know, hitting home runs two hours a day, every day, or just like, you know, swinging and missing every day for two hours a day, you have to be getting those reps in every single day, you know, and if you can only do 30 minutes a day then do 30 minutes a day, but you got to do it every day. And so if you can just move the ball forward every single day, whatever, in whatever aspect, you know, whether it's just learning more, reading, watching videos, studying, or actually implementing or you know, talking to other business owners that you can help solve these problems for and get paid in the process, whatever it is, you just have to do something consistently to try to keep moving the ball forward every single day. And as you get further along, you can decide and pick and choose where you're going to spend your time in what department and what hat you're going to wear that day, whether it's going to be the salesperson hat or it's going to be the web developer or, you know, whatever it is. Um, eventually you can be a little more picky and choosy about what you're doing, but in the beginning, you just need to get in the habit of doing something, you know, and, and just keep doing it for a little while so that when you, it, it just needs to not feel like work, you know, you just need to know like mentally, like, Oh, this is just what I do at six to 8 PM after work. I just go to my desk and I start reading, you know, and it can't be like thinking about it. You know, it can't be this thing that you have to think about it all the time and have this argument mentally, like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. You just have to do it. It's like going to the gym, right? If you have that time where you go, um, you're much more likely to go every single time. But if you have to like every day, am I going to go at four or am I going to go at nine? Because 
you know, so much can come in between that. Right. But if you always go at four, then you start to stack your life around that. And that's where the progress is really made. Yeah. I think that's great advice. I mean, uh, you, you talked about reading and studying and all those things. The only thing I would add to what you say there is I would find people that are actually doing what you want to do and I would watch and follow them, you know, and that's really what this remote millionaires podcast is all about, right? We're going to talk about what Nick and I are doing, uh, strategies, tactics, things we're having success with. We're also going to talk to uh, people that are taking the processes and systems we're doing and implementing them. You're going to see how ordinary people, regular people, men, women, just like you, people in all different parts of the world are able to take these processes and have success. And you can listen to this podcast and implement some of those things as well. So look, Nick, thanks so much for being on. Thanks everybody so much for listening and watching this first episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please go to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. We'll see you next week in another episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Thanks, Tom. Great to be here. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time.